We're back. I'm Drew McGarry. And I'm David Roth. And uh, coming in September 2020, a new site we have built together called... Defector. Defector, and we're going to have a new podcast to go with it. This very podcast, which has the name... The Distraction. It's out right now, and it's available everywhere else you get your podcast. At Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Go listen right now to The Distraction everywhere. It's out right now. Go listen. See ya. Bye. Hey, yo, what's good, y'all? We recorded these episodes before all the news about COVID-19 broke, but we wanted to let you know that we're here for you, and we hope that these episodes can bring you a little bit of joy and escape in these uncertain times. Peace. First and foremost, Kadeen is not here, so this episode is dedicated to the fellas. So this is like the locker room. So let me start by saying this. Before I got married, I knew I ain't no shit about marriage. Now that I'm married, I still don't know shit about marriage. Hey, I'm Kadeem. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellis's. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. (laughs) Oh, and one more important thing to mention, we're married. Yes, sir, we Mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. When we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. (laughs) We about to take pillow talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts now. So... Since it's the locker room, I want to give you guys some insight into things that you normally don't hear about. My bachelor party. All right? My bachelor party was dope. I want you to close your eyes and think about the best man. You remember the best man? My brother, my best friend Bilal, and all my cousins, they got me a loft in the city. It was private. Yes, there were strippers. And yes, there was alcohol. But this is the most funny thing about bachelor parties. None of that stuff is for you. Everybody got their money. They got their alcohol. The strippers come in. They line up. They do their dance on you for about three, four minutes. And you really don't have that much fun because you're nervous. Like, I was nervous because I was thinking about the next day I was going to be losing my independence as a man because I would be getting married. And marriage, for me, is the rest of my life. So I did spend a lot of time while... I was at my bachelor party reflecting because also my, my brother-in-law and my, and my best friend made sure that I didn't get too drunk because you still have to get married the next day. So, you know, I was really watching my alcohol. I still had to write my vows. I wrote my vows the night before my wedding. So we had a good time, but there still was a lot of thought going into what was going to happen the next day. So I was still very focused on completing the task and getting down the aisle and making sure everything was perfect for the next day. So you're in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. We have three men with us here today. You guys know Marcus Tanksley. You probably heard him on this season talking about stop clocking his wife's uterus. He got four whole boys. Please welcome back and bring in uh, the married man's perspective, my man Marcus Tanksley. What's good, family? How y'all doing? This next person is a crowd favorite. Everybody knows him from playing Gary Marshall Borders on BT Sister. This is my man, everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Cheeto. <laughs> What's up, everyone? How y'all doing? All right, y'all. Last but certainly not least, we got Brian Jordan Jr. Brian Jordan. Classically Jr. trained dancer, singer, plays Maurice on Sisters on BET. So for karaoke today, we're going to do something different. Brian is going to bless us with the vocals. It's karaoke time. <laughs> 
Sing, Brian. Sing, Brian. I don't know the words though. You don't have to. That's all they need. That's all they need. That's all they get for that's karaoke. The song, they right? get six or yeah. seven seconds, the, and that's everybody's favorite part. Right. It's the it's the best no words you ever heard. <laughs> that's why I don't let Brian sing to my wife. If y'all if y'all watch us on Instagram, y'all see. The minute he starts singing, he gets kicked out the house. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Move. Get out. All right. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for doing this. I know it's a very scary topic for for us because uh, this is kind of like the locker room. Yeah, this is this is the locker room. Yeah, they so, finally um, gonna hear what happens in the locker room. Exactly, crazy, exactly. You know? And and the sad truth is, a lot of people don't like what comes out of the locker Dude. room. That's why it stays in the locker room. But this is dead ass. So we like to be dead ass. Absolutely. So, I want to start by asking the question. The question of the title, right? Is marriage still a priority? Brian Cheeto, you guys are both dating. Me and Marcus are already married. Yeah. In two thousand and twenty, for the black male. <clears throat> The millennial black male is marriage still a, still a priority? Mm. I don't think that it's um, as much as a priority as it seemed to be twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's important to me. It's a priority to me. Cheeto, mm. let's hear it. Yeah, <laughs> Cheeto, Cheeto breathe. Yeah. Yeah. I should have heard him uh, talking before the mics got on. <laughs> no, I want to hear this. No, it's 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 crazy. <laughs> I mean, um, my parents have been married for a very long time. Um, Independence from Nigeria. From Nigeria, mm-hmm. um, came over. Obviously, still in love, still going. I've, I've seen the ups and downs, the strains, and everything. Um, but as a single man, and I'm coming up, and I'm I'm working my way up. You know, income, life, experiences. I'm like, okay, yeah. Even coming up, it wasn't like 22, 23. You're like. Am I going to get married? Am I going to get married? What? 25, am I going to get married? It's just right. like, hmm. Well, Marcus, you you got married. What, what, did you have the same feeling? Because they, they seem to share the same yeah, you know, um, feelings about it. Brian is a little bit more deliberate about wanting to get married, but kind of like, eh, it happens, but he wants to. Yeah. Cheeto kind of like, I don't even know if I want to. <laughs> yeah. was that, were you the same way? Um, I had the same thought process. Even when I was dating my my wife, it was just like, I don't know. You know, right. I think a lot of men go through that, even if, if they're looking for marriage. It's just like that reluctance of, I don't know, I'm giving up so much when... <laughs> We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about that. I won't jump in. No, 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 no. No, say it. Oh, yeah. So in actuality, you're not giving up anything. You're actually doing the best thing possible for you. At least Mm. that's how... You viewed it. Yeah, how how I viewed it now that I am married and have been through it um, and and have been married for, you know, going on 13 years now. Mm. Um, But I had that same reluctance. And, you know, we talk about this in our podcast and everything. It's just like, I can't pinpoint exactly what... A lot of men are reluctant to give up, other than all the theoretical women that we think we might be able to get. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like for real, that's as honest. It's like, oh, hold on. Even that's, though, no, that is a, that's even a great though point. I'm, I'm here with you and I don't plan on going nowhere. But what if? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. but now, then I look back like, what if? What idiot? Like, what? What do you mean? That's what See, I would have told myself then. I'm an idiot. That's. <laughs> but but here's, here's the truth. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know. There is that, like you know, and I'm speaking for. That, that you said that that be word. honest, Cheeto. This is called dead ass. <laughs> if you don't want to be I'm honest, like, I'll be honest. Say, I'll be real. honest. There's options out there. I'll just say that. yes. And it's yeah. like when you're able to, you know, you're able to meet a lot of these women. It's just like what you said, like what is what is what is marriage really gonna? What is it gonna make me give up? I mean, mm-hmm. um, what is so exciting about it that I have to stop right. everything that I'm doing right now? Right, right. To jump into this. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I and yes, there is a part of me that hopes that love. And that the fantasy of love and the idea is going to be like, talk about right, it. Uh, you know, that's that's good. I'm going to sit down. But right now, especially right yeah. now, I'm like, 
So I'm good. And and the crazy mm-hmm. thing is, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. The crazy thing about that is, you don't know until you marry how it is. Right, yeah. right. And right. that's the scariest part. That is the like you know, part. it's like because I know how it is to be out here doing what I want to do. Right. Yeah. And I know and how to good with it. And if it hurt, I recover from it. Yeah. Right. And I I come back and do whatever I want to do again. Right. But with marriage, you like affecting your yes. life, mm-hmm. your somebody right. else's full life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you have kids, and you really fucked yeah. up. You know. So and, and and this is the crazy part, and I'm glad we're having this conversation because what you just brought up is the key component to marriage or not marriage, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Men haven't been able to articulate without offending women mm-hmm. by saying, "What do right. I gain out of being married?" That's right. So you you you're afraid to say it. Yeah. So me, I'm not afraid to say it yeah. because we I'm know. already married. You right. know what I'm saying? My, my wife, no, I'm not trying to court. It's, yeah. it's difficult yeah, yeah, for yeah, you yeah. to say that while you're still out here courting. Right. Yeah. Men are concerned about this. All right. When it comes to marriage nowadays, all the choices are given to women. If I say to you, I want a wife who cooks or cleans, then it's like, well, don't be so old school. That's right. We're not with the mm-hmm. matriarchy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I say I want you to have kids, it's like, well, it's my body. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have kids if I want to have kids. Mm-hmm. All right? If you know that your sex drive is high and your wife's isn't as high, she has the right to say she doesn't want to have sex. And you have to have sex when she wants to have sex, how she wants to have sex, and when she wants to have sex. So realistically, as a man... What am I signing up for Right. if everything in my life is going to be dependent on what you want to do, when you want to do, and how you want to do it? And if I try to vocalize what I want to need, it's considered misogynistic. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it's difficult for men to think about that, especially in their mid-20s, because it's like, why am I giving all my choices to somebody else? Mm-hmm. And the sad truth is, people don't want to vocalize it because it sounds messed up. But when you get married, that's what you do give up. Yeah. Absolutely. You give up all of that because there has to be a purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't get into why I got married, but I always wanted to be married. Mm-hmm. Like, it was something that I grew up watching my, my grandfather. I grew up watching my father and my uncles. They are all married. And there was something about the union of marriage that drew me. Mm-hmm. You know, my godfather, my Uncle Frank, isn't married. And I seen different, you know, different lifestyles, but there was something about having children and coming home to a family that was just exciting for me. Right. So for me, marriage wasn't only about just me and her. It was about what we're going to build. Mm-hmm. And when you right. figure out what you're going to build, yeah. mm-hmm. the things that happen with you and her be, almost become secondary, which is scary mm-hmm. because you can lose yourself mm-hmm. in so your marriage yeah. because the idea of the marriage becomes bigger than you and her. Yeah. And that's what see, I want to talk with you guys about. Yeah, see, that was one of the things. It, with me, that's that's what it was. I had this false sense of I have to be at a certain level before I get married because I grew up, my, my parents were married till the mm-hmm. day my father died. They were married for 46 years. And I saw that whole coming home, you know, the yeah. whole family thing. So it's like I have to be able to support this before I bring someone else into this union. I have to reach a certain level of success and then while dating, I saw how much my wife was bettering me. It's like, I cannot reach that without her. She betters mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be my only way to elevate now. I look back and it's like, I'm glad I, I came to that realization then and not, you know, 10 years later. We talk it, we talk about this all the time in my house. Me, yeah, she don't yeah, mind. We talk about it all the time. That was the thing. I even told my wife, and she was like, why, what makes you, you know, pull away from marriage so much? I was like, because I want to be at a certain level. I want to be able yeah. to have a certain <laughs> income. I want to be at a certain position in my life Cheeto before said that I too. bring, yeah, bring that like, support. You, you, Oh, sorry, Petro. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Before I bring, because I want to be able to support whoever I bring in. And Absolutely. then she was just like, you know, you don't see anyone build a house by themselves. Mm-hmm. And that, and that obviously, because um, it's like, what is that level? You know, and that affects right. dating too. Because like, I remember points when I was coming up and 
you know, you meet beautiful women. You're like, oh, man, this is like a potential partner I could talk to mm-hmm. and everything. But like, I'm not where I'm at. You know what I mean? And then I'm just gritting and grinding. And, you know, this industry with trying to play ball, trying to uh, um, grow up, grow your career as an actor, you're going through these peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. And that affects you as a man sometimes. It's like, well, damn, I can't even I can't even take you to the movies yeah. right now without really checking my pockets. Well, well, so so I have, I'd rather. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I'm like, I'd rather not even. <laughs> I got to the point sometimes like I would have not even waste your time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just I'm cool with I'm cool right now because I can't give you what you're looking for or by myself. I can't even but, provide a, a yeah. little simple thing is taking you out somewhere. No, what I was gonna say is I think that um what has been established in modern dating is these expectations of men to have so much. Exactly. Right. right. Talk and, about it. Or or to have this great job or to have and so mm-hmm. what happens is there is an innate insecurity that we learn from when even when we were little boys. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a little boy and I was in elementary mm-hmm. school and I got this girl, this Valentine's thing that I begged my mama to buy so that I can give to her. And she hated it. It was cheap. She, my mom went and got some, you know, like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. she hated it. And ever since then, I've always thought about, like, I know that I have to make this amount of money. I know that I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. I know that I don't make enough money right now to support someone. And, and what stops young black men, because I'm 28. Uh-huh. And when I think about saying, okay, I'm going to go and get married. What can I offer? Do I feel like I have enough? Am I insecure about what I have yeah. or what I don't have? And I think that um, if you don't understand that things are more than money, mm-hmm. then your first mind will be like, well, I'm going <laughs> to just wait until I'm, you know, 75 yeah. and I've got a retirement to, you yeah, know. A lot of people, yeah. you know, I coach, you know, a lot of people look at like Michelle and Barack as the pinnacle. Yeah. Right. And it's like. They didn't meet each other as Michelle and Barack. Right. Yeah, they no, met each right. other struggling. I mean, I'm sure Absolutely, I don't know they were yeah. struggling, but they were, they you know, they were kids. School. They, they were low they school. They didn't have the money. They didn't like have that. anything. They went into debt, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's like, and they built each other up to that. And then a lot of people see the end result. They see, yeah. well, it's a bad example now, but Claire and Cliff Huxtable, you know, yeah. They yeah. Had that whole thing. And it's like, no, 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 no. They started from ground zero and build that. Yeah. It wasn't, oh, we're starting here at the top. No, exactly. no, no, you work your way up to the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Well, what yeah. I think we need to be concerned about, especially as black people, are the myths and the narratives that are created that ultimately mm-hmm. destroy our culture. Yes, for example, right. yeah. I've been doing research for the past week about this and shout out to Tribble because she always hits me with some, some statistics, right? One of the myths in this country is that black men don't earn as much as black women. So that myth has created a stigma that black women should start dating outside of their race because black men just don't make enough money to support the black household. Just because black women are more likely to graduate from college, which is part of the this this study done by Yale, than their male counterparts doesn't mean that they out-earn black men. Actually, black men are more likely than black women to bring home at least $75,000 annually because of the double standards and the, uh, the gender gap in, in the income. Black men remain the breadwinners in the African-American community. That's not a narrative no. that we're hearing. No, I don't know. That's the you first I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. We're heard hearing that. that we don't make as much money as black women because black women get degrees two to one the black men. Mm -hmm. But you know what just came out in a study from Harvard? White women out uh, get degrees at a higher level than white men two to one. So it's the same it's the same ratio but they push one ratio because it's like hey black men aren't good enough because they don't earn money. For sure. And then the other stigma that's pushed out is once a black man is successful that he's more than likely Mm -hmm. to marry someone that's not black. Now, Mm -hmm. I already know the numbers. Mm -hmm. What percentage 
of black men who earn over $100,000, because majority of the country earns less than $50,000. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's 9% of the population, or 9% of the American population earn over $100,000, which is considered rich. Yeah. What percentage of black men who earn over $100,000 date or marry black women? No, marry, excuse me, marry, according to you. Of that 9%? Of that 9%. I want to say like 70%. 70 I'd probably say about 20. 20%. 40%. 40%. Mm-hmm. 83% of black mm-hmm. men who earn over $100,000 marry black women. But the reason why you thought oh, it was black 20, women. Black I women. thought it was married. Don't marry. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, marry black women. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I make over. Uh... <laughs> here's what's funny. I looking at the table. You, you're funny. It's funny. All of my friends who I play ball with, who I graduated with, all married black Absolutely. women. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's so, why I would say, because hey, I'm thinking, I'm like, I thought you said Everybody I know. So yeah, where does this narrative yeah. come from? Yeah. That black women are undesirable. And, and the thing is, 88% of all black men who are married are married to black women. Mm. So where did the mm. narrative come that's from crazy. that black men don't marry black women well, and so black women been... aren't getting married? It's what's been glorified and what you see on like social media and stuff, you know, like... Or, or just in general, what, what they push. It's, yeah, it's that's like, a, this, this, it's systemic. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like you, you get some foreign chick or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's just like pumped and pushed. I even noticed it when I used to watch like music videos. I remember like, I mean, you, you mm-hmm. see like, when I was coming watching like all the videos, it was like, you know, a lot of black yeah. video vixens. And then like there was like a shift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it went to this like this like early 2000s yeah, in the uh, 90s. It was all black video yeah, vixens. And then you yeah. just, and then it, it just became the thing where, you have to have the new, baddest, something exotic, exotic yeah, yeah, chick yeah. in there. And so when you're sitting back in your impressionable years coming up, that's what you're saying. So you're like, okay, I guess when I do get on and I do make this thing, that's what I got to go put in my video. And that's what everybody's going to think is good. So but, when I get that on my hand. But this is what hand, I don't understand, though. We're good. Even in the, the early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. Those those men who had those video vixens, they mm-hmm. weren't marrying them. I was no. just about to say they were Jay-Z going Jay Z got married to Beyonce. They were going yeah. home to right. black wives. Right. Even the athletes, yeah. they Jada go Kiss, home. Right, married. They go home yeah. to their black wives. So I think the message was getting lost. You party, you mm-hmm. have a good time, mm-hmm. but they they were settling with with black women. Yeah. And I think that our culture has been poisoned with this idea yeah. that black men don't desire black for women. Sure. Yeah. Black women feel like black men don't want them, mm-hmm. and it makes it more difficult for people dating. My young yeah. kids who are in college, when they tell me. Just like you said, there's like, man, I don't make, I don't know if I make enough money to date a black woman. And, and I don't know if I could date a black woman because I don't have my degree yet. And mm-hmm. it's all about degrees. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, these people are just people. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it makes it difficult. Yes. Did, did y'all guys, did you feel that way? I know you got your degree. Uh, yeah. You got your degree. I wasn't really too turned off by a woman wanting me to ha- bring something to the table as far as like my education. That's one thing I could control right now. So mm-hmm. having like an education or like if you have like a trade or skill that, that you're working towards. So I wasn't, because right. I do want someone that kind of wants a standard, but y- you definitely, there was that little security like, man, like I, I think more for me it was more of the finances that mm-hmm. that was really right towards. I wasn't really turned back by someone being like, well, yeah, he like, what's he, he your, your boy, this guy, what, is yeah. he going to school? Was he doing right. this? Like, what's right. that? And if it was a no, I was even looking at him like, bruh, right. you, you ain't, what are you what doing, are you doing right doing now? Anything. You're not doing nothing. Like, I can't even be around you right now because I want my circle of people to be elevated. I loved For when sure. me and my boys walk in the room and a girl was like, your girl's like, what's up with your friends? Like, oh, my boy plays here. He go to school here. He's working He's gonna on graduate. this. Da, 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 da. That's what my whole team was looking like because okay. I thought that was just... That was my, so you my were goal. never afraid to approach women, basically. Were yeah. you ever afraid to approach women because you didn't make money or didn't feel like For you didn't sure. have a, Yeah? For sure. Um, one thing, education is also something that's been at the forefront of my life. Mm-hmm. And I've always 
excelled, but I was an actor. Right. And not a working actor right. for six years. <laughs> right. And so when you come to somebody and say, what, what, like, what job? What's your job? And it's like, right. oh, you know, I'm an acting like, what's your real job? I mean, they, you know, they right. say that. Right. And yeah. so it's right. just like, no, nah, right. no, nah, I'm a, you know, I'm a serious actor and you got 12 roommates. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I ain't gonna worry about it. Like, I'm, I'm I, ain't, I ain't gonna text it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's just what it is. It's like, you know, that even if, she act like she into it after a while. She gonna get tired, she gonna of, tired it, right? of it. If you're not making that money, it's mm-hmm. just like and and so when you find somebody like Kadeen mm-hmm. who wants to ride with you that long, yeah, I don't even say the word ride, but, but who wants to yeah. go through the mud? But you know, you. Like, like, <laughs> don't get don't get fucked up, shit. But, um, <laughs> no, but. but you know, it's just like that is rare mm-hmm. with black yeah. women, and so I think that um. In my experience with black women, because I'm going to get killed in a minute. In my experience. <laughs> you always with, have to say your experience. In my experience with black, black women. Yeah. And we know what's out of the door experience. already. I'm, they, I'm they, sorry. They I'm keep my car at the gym. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like in my experience, it has literally been. I've literally been in so many situations that I can't even count where I've been told. Well, maybe you ought to. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you you can work. I mean, you got to make money. Like you know, you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And now today it's a whole different story. See, with me it was uh, cause it was the same thing. You know, I'm originally from Lexington, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and it was the thing. Like all my boys were in school. I went. I got an associate's degree in industrial electricity. So I was an electrician. They were still in school. I was right. already buying cars and houses. Money. Mm-hmm. So and me, when I looked at women, I always wanted somebody that I, I'm attracted to intelligence. Well, so you I'm don't like, have a bachelor's degree. No. How do you feel when women say, if he don't have a bachelor's degree or a master's, and then I can't date him? That's where I'm getting at. All right, let's go. Because right. that's, that's, that's what it was. It was like, <laughs> all my boys are going to UK and U of L and you know, colleges throughout. They was like, oh, where you go to school? I was like, oh, I'm done with school. Uh-huh. It was like, oh, you know, and we all leave and get in our cars and mine's a little newer. Right. It's like, where you going? Oh, we all going to my house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's that type yeah. of thing. Like, I never really, it never really bothered me. It's like, right. oh, you ain't got a degree? No. No, I'm good. Right. My debt to income ratio was phenomenal. Right. You know, right. Um, and that's and that's how I always, I always looked at it. But it, it does. It used to like when I was young and dating. It did sometimes it feels some type of way. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I was just like, no, I'm good with this. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and like right now, my, my wife, she's got uh, two uh, bachelors and two masters, and working and about to get a doctorate. Right. And it's just like that's the type of thing I like. So I always wanted a woman that made equal to or more than me. Yeah. I always right. said that because I'm like, I know what I bring to the table and what I'm uh, capable of bringing to the yeah, table. Yeah. The fact that I like this intelligence, I know that's going to elevate mine. I was like, as long as you only make less than me, I'm good. It may be like, <laughs> like who are you? It's like, right. I know I'm going to bring a hot dog to the table. Right, 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 right. Therefore, you know, that's I want to see that reciprocated. Mm. It's funny to hear you say that because there's another myth that educated black women have it harder than anyone else in the country to find a husband. Here's the truth. I have documentation. Getting a college degree is the worst thing a black woman can do if she wants to get married, right? Well, not exactly. New stories about black marriage often mention that more black women pursue higher education than black men by a two-to-one ratio, according to some estimates. But what these articles leave out is that white women also earn college degrees more than white men, same two-to-one, and because of the gender imbalances, hasn't hurt white women's chances at matrimony. What's more, black women who finish college actually improve their chances of marrying rather than lowering them. Among black women, 70% of college graduates are married by 40, whereas only 60% of black high school graduates are married by that age, which means that women who get degrees have a higher chance of getting married than not. Mm -hmm. So that leads me to this question. When you look at what you're looking for in a spouse, 
what are you looking for in a woman? I, gosh, I mean, if that, I mean, that's, that is a loaded question. Cause I guess I've gone to the, I'll speak for myself, my experience going through that struggle of trying to, you know, get my finances in the point. And then finally, you know, touching on what you talked about, getting my finances to a point where I feel like I want to look around. Then I'm like, well, I want to experience the success of my freedom, uh, the freedom of my success right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want to enjoy things. And that necessarily doesn't mean chasing a whole shit ton of women. It just means like, I enjoy being by myself. I enjoy being able to get up and go move where I want to move. And I'm not really sure right yet, right now. I'm really looking to even share that experience. Oh, that, so you that, don't that even sense. have a list of you things know, that you're not even. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, there, there's a checklist of what I'm looking for. And like when I see a girl, I mean, what's a your woman, checklist? Exotic. What's your checklist? What's your checklist? <laughs> you about to get you know, fucked up. <laughs> it's going no, back to the no, video I, um, it's funny because it's, it's, it's progressed too. Because um, listen, okay, listen, I'm, I'm a bachelor. All right, I'm very, I'm single, very single, highly single. What's the damn checklist, you know Cheeto? I like see. <laughs> he ain't saying it, is he? <laughs> He's scared. You didn't miss that. <laughs> well, I mean. Intelligence is everything. Um, you you kind of get past the looks. I mean, it's, it's I know it sounds crazy because the look you, that's what gets you at first. Yes. But if I sit down, I do you know mingle a lot, go to lounges and stuff, and I sit down and talk. And there's no intelligence there. There's nothing, no substance, nothing. Mm-hmm. To so they table. got it. it. I'm I'm checked out. Even no matter how beautiful. Would you still smash is. though? I mean, if I'm I'm, I'm for okay. sure in a blend. So it's cheetah. It's you cheetah. Know? Yeah. So you still gonna smash? I'm gonna smash, but it's like there's there's that's not wife material. Yeah, it's not wife material. Not yeah. that and she goes immediately goes into this. Category here, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can, we can do our <laughs> Brian deal. Looking for the category, <laughs> we can do our deal, but you ain't, you, you can't come over here. Wife I ain't, my wife and material, yeah. I ain't bringing you around. You know, I'm, yeah, that's it. Brian, <laughs> then, yeah. he said, I'm yeah, sure. What's your list? Is that why I ain't met so and so? No, I heard you, Cheeto, talking about that as Maybe, maybe Cheeto ain't so different from Gary. Talk about let me meet the Val and Brian now. No, but for me, and two of y'all really know me well in this room. I am physicality is something that's important, whatever to everybody. Yeah, right. But for me, I will be immediately turned off if you are not smart. I just mm-hmm. can't do it. Can't like, do I it. can't even be around <laughs> yeah. it. Immediately. Like, I don't even want to smash, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. I want to know if you're smart. <laughs> I want to know if you're funny. You got to be funny. You got to be able to deal with my funny. Mm-hmm. It, it just can't work. Like, I, can't, I don't even want to be around you. So this brings me to pretty much like the meat of the show, right? We're getting to marriage. Yeah. Say you meet this girl. Okay. Right? And you... um Hypothetically. Though. Hypothetically, yeah, you not, meet this not, girl. Not now, though. Right? And she... Not now for you, okay. Chita. I've already met her. Thank right? you. Oh. And you... <laughs> she <laughs> might pull your car out the valet, man. She don't ready to get out of there. We're talking about marriage. She's ready to leave I'm right ready now. To walk. Hey, y'all, I need y'all. No, I'm getting real uncomfortable. I'm squirming in my chair. I'm hearing this marriage talk. No, oh, but Lord. it's funny you say that. So many men get nervous mm. when it's time to think about marriage. And... For all the young guys who are in my inbox, they all say the same thing. Deval, why should I get married? And their thought process is, Mm -hmm. and I know you you want to say their thought process is, all they hear from women nowadays is, I'm chasing my bag. I'm about Mm -hmm. my career. Don't ask me to cook. Don't ask me to clean. You got your mama to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it's like, and you think about marriage. If you're looking for a life partner, right? You don't want to cook. You don't want to clean. You don't want to have babies. You only want to have sex when you want to have sex. Why would anybody commit to that? And yeah. I'm telling y'all that because that's what you think about before you get married. Because you once you say, this is forever, mm-hmm. this is forever. 
forever. Yeah. I can only have sex when you want to have sex, and I can't have sex with nobody else. Help you me. don't want to cook and clean. I got, I'm going to have to find somebody else to do that. So it's like, what do I have, a roommate that's just a woman who controls my life and my whereabouts? That's what men think about. And that's got, the truth. I got because, a question for the guys that are still single. Yeah. Do y'all actually hear that out of women? About like about they're independent, I, I, they're, I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I've heard that a <laughs> countless amount of times. Absolutely. Anybody wife-worthy? Have you heard it from anybody wife or there? I, yo, been, I would let me tell you something. Like, oh, oh, does this chick though? I was first of all, I ain't gonna be cooking. <laughs> like, I'm I just was curious. Let me tell you something. I was literally like in love with this woman recently, and she it wasn't. I ain't gonna cook. She ain't have pots in her house. Oh, that's different. Yeah, like, she, <laughs> it ain't eat. I can't. But was yeah. she willing to learn? That's a, yeah, <laughs> no, if you can't cook, yeah. right, if you're willing yeah. to learn, like, no, that, that's a different story. It's but the, the the whole the the movement of women empowerment mm-hmm. has often taken out the idea of being motherly and being a home nurturing, yeah, because they yeah. have looked down on women who do that, yeah, so much where they're like, I'm not doing it, I'm not falling back into the patriarchy of what life used to be. I'm gonna be a breadwinner just like you, yeah, so that's which cool. I can respect for that. Yeah. But my thing is. If I'm a man and I'm a breadwinner, because women do come to the table with their list. Right. Yeah. They come with their list. So if, if the you, long list. Right. And if their <laughs> list means that I have to be a breadwinner, I have to provide and protect, I'm not looking for somebody who got the same things on my list. I can do right. that for myself. I can do that for myself. Yeah, what I always you know say is if everybody winning bread and ain't nobody baking it, then we still can't eat. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that's, there you go. That's yeah. true. That's true. And you like yeah. to cook. I do. See, yeah, like, but I don't want to have to feel like if I don't want to cook today, we, we got to go. It's going to be post. Like, it literally, right. I think that there is such a <clears throat> deep-rooted, like, confusion in African-American people when it comes to dating each other. Yes. And it stems from slavery. It stems from where African-American people even began and where right. we learned how to treat women or we learned how to treat men. Absolutely. And I think that Absolutely. what black women connect the hurt to is something that is not even black men doing. Okay. It's Explain something that, it, it's just, that. I, I, we are descendants of slavery, all of us here. Mm-hmm. Slavery began when African slaves were traded here to America. Right, we descendants of royalty. I just wanted to put For that. sure. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. We're descendants of royalty and now we're at the bottom of the totem pole mm-hmm. because all we could do was come to America and learn what they taught what us. What they taught us, right. And so what they right. taught us was to mistreat the women right. or to treat them differently, to separate. Right. Yes. And I think we still deal with that today. Absolutely. Actually, they were doing the same thing. They were teaching us what they were doing. Absolutely. Right. That's, right. All we, that's all we knew. And, right. Yeah. And so today, I think that even as Caucasian culture has ascended to a place where the white men, the white women fight for equality, just like right. we do, they respond differently to their men than black women do. And so... In my experience, I feel like black women have held um, us responsible for something that all of us aren't doing. Like I, I've been told so many times that black women don't—I mean, black men don't support black women—and and I support so many black women. Women, like I, it's like mm-hmm. a platform of mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> and um, and so it, it's it's hard to deal with that and then say, oh, "Let me get married to this right. woman who say that black men don't support." Right. And I, I support her. You know what I mean? It's right. just it's it's difficult. I think that there's a disconnect. And so, so do you think the, even, the battle between black men and black women in our culture has really caused an, an issue in the marriage 
It, well, in the, the nuclear family. Absolutely. Because it seems like we're competing with each other. It is a competition. Absolutely. I think it has turned into more so. Turned like, into. I mean, <laughs> like a See? competition of just who's bringing what to the table. And then it turns into, I don't need you. And it's like, cool, it. I'm, I'm actually glad you don't need me. I need me. I actually just want you to want me. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's, I, that, that's I, cool. That's, I'm cool with that's that. A, that's a dope you know? statement because I say this to my wife all the time. Mm. I say this all the time. I want to be wanted. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm good with that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to be. I want to come in the house and know that you want me to be here. That's right. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to feel like it's an obligation for you that's to right. have me here that's because right. then it becomes a chore. Then it's not organic. Then it's not love. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's imp- that's like a deep statement. Yeah. Black men want to be wanted. We also got to understand too that black women want to be, be wanted. wanted. That's too. right. That's you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to yeah. be in a position where I feel like there's some men who were just felt like they were so rushed and pressured into being married, mm-hmm. and then they get married, and now they're like, "Man, I feel trapped," or whatever it is. And then the women sitting over there like, "Man, I don't feel like I what feel you're like saying." He wants me. What you're saying is you the truth, I mean? though. I felt that way. You know? And I and the funny thing is, I put the pressure on myself. Yeah. Because I grew up during a time where you had to race. You wanted to race to be successful because everybody around you was being successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you graduate from college. You we go to the league. What's next? Oh, got to get married. married. What's next? Buy a house. What's yeah. next? I got to have kids. kids yeah. I was in a race to do all these things to prove my success, to prove my worth as a black man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in doing all of that, I missed out on what it meant to be a husband. Mm-hmm. And I was I really was a shitty husband mm-hmm. because I wasn't really paying attention to my wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I was earning money, I was working hard, I was being a good dad, I was buying property, I was doing <laughs> everything that I needed to do mm-hmm. to check my own list that yeah. I had for my yeah. that I needed. Yeah. But I wasn't doing anything that she wanted because yeah. I felt like I was doing what I, you know, what I yeah. needed to do. See, I've also noticed see, that uh I was, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, I've also noticed that, you know, um Black women, black men. There has been a, people have been waiting a little longer. You know, people are entering their thirties and, and they're to. taking their time because there is there has to be a form of self discovery, for, especially for me. I, I mean, like I said, I meet plenty of women and I can just sit down. I'm listening. I'm just like, man, you you you're carrying maybe baggage or you haven't really figured right. out what you're really looking at, and you're looking for me to figure that out for you. And I can't do that. I want to meet someone who's on who's on their on their path and is figuring out themselves and and, and knows what they want. And I, I actually like. Meeting people who a little bit more seasoned, yeah, you yeah see, I, I in their you. journey, and that, that's know? what because what I'm hearing is, um, like I'm hearing like I'm I'm hearing the different cities that we grew up in, the different generations we grew uh-huh. up in, and that's why like me and my wife we talk to all our single friends, and I'm like I am so glad I am not dating right now. Dating yeah, is different because now. It's way I hear different now. It, how difficult yeah. it is, like especially when you want to find somebody. It's like yeah, we just dating, but I want to be. I want you to be worth dating. Yeah. And that even sounds like a struggle It's a this struggle because there's a timing, too. And, it's yeah. like, well, and I'm like, like, me, like, you meet someone who's just a woman that's entered her 30s. She got her, she career's set and yeah. everything's good. She's like, okay, you're around the same age. We should be, right, we should be ready to date, right? And I'm yeah. like, you got your career, right? Yeah, I got my career, but I kind of yeah. want to do my thing. And even though you are a potential partner uh-huh. and you got your shit together... I'm just not ready right yeah, now. And, but the man, thing, like, and I just kind of want a casual. Yeah, and that's and you why. Don't I, want casual. Yeah, that's why I ended in. That's yeah. why I'm glad I ended into it at a younger age because, like I said, I had my career. She was still building her career. Yeah, which I didn't mind. Uh huh. It's hear, shifting at this it point, shifting, you know. And it seemed like, and my grandmother used to say this. My my grandmother, she's you got Alzheimer's now, but she's very old school. She said that the worst thing that ever happened to the black family was the women's movement. Because no one wants to be at home to build families. Mm. He said, she, she said, y'all out here having all these babies. At the time, my, my brother had had a baby mm-hmm. out of wedlock very young. Y'all having all these babies and nobody's home to raise these babies. Them babies going to go up to be adults. 
And I was like, man, that's that's true because no one yeah. values home anymore. No one values being a homemaker, being nurturing. <clears throat> and that's not just women, men too. Like I, I enjoy being a father. I mm. love being a father, right? Yeah. And dudes be like, it's a lot. You, you yeah, take them to man. school. You yeah. you do yeah. this. You got to make breakfast sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because that's Dude, part of being a father, you, you know bro. How, you like, know how much I heard that from dudes when I, I just had my fourth son. Mm, we got four kids. Boy. And they were like, man, y'all got another kid. Man, you're going to be changing diapers. This is, I'm like, when I'm bro, 80, I got somebody to take care of me. Bro, like, I feel this you, is bro. A, you I know what I'm saying? This is a legacy I'm building right here. Like, And they were that's how they were taught. Like, it was a negative thing. I'm like, have you lost your mind? So when you, I think that's the mindset of, of, of people these days. When y'all met your wives, like, <laughs> how did you, like, okay, how do you even, how do you even know? Because I, I share what, you, what your other, your single friend goes through where you're like, okay, I want to smash, I want to hang out, smash, smash, smash. And then you're like, wow, well, I kind of want something a little more serious. And then what comes with it, you're like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. And then it's like, how, and this is just for the married guys, like, mm-hmm. I mean, how did y'all even know? That's a great question. Because so, from, you meet a bad chick and you're like, is, she, is this it? Okay, I'm well, so down. And then Yeah, for me, it's um, like I said earlier on, it's like I saw how much she would better me. I was a better person mm-hmm. by being with her. Um, she was one of those people like, you know, coaching you along. It wasn't like somebody riding your coattails along for the ride. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. oh, you plan on going through door C? Let's take a step back. Don't do that yet. Let's look let's at see. A, B, and D. Mm, you know, right. and it's like let, let, let's think about this. And I was like, you know what? This chick's actually she's actually you know I don't know what I'm thinking if I don't hear him grab this because somebody else might swoop through. You mm, know, and yeah. on top of that, like I, all my uncles, they were all married, and I mean, I, I got some uncles. They all got kids around the same age by different women. <laughs> but one right. of my uncles told me actually he told my brother. My brother was telling me about it. He said he told he asked, told me one day. He said, "You know, when you found the right woman, it's gonna get a little deep." He said, mm-hmm. "You found the right woman when you can picture her sitting beside you at your mother's funeral." Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. someone who you see yourself sitting beside in your d- darkest, deepest, most hurt moment, supporting you, and that's like. That's, okay, so it's big. It's, 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 but I understand it's it bigger. I'm yeah, it's bigger than oh, you know, smashing this chick, smashing that chick. You know, what does she make? It's like, hold on, how are we truly gonna survive mm-hmm. this world and better each other? Because it's bigger th- than that. You know, you got you That's got cool. a legacy. You got a family to carry on, and you need a partner to do that with. And that's cool. <laughs> I know what you're, I, you know. He it's doesn't like, want to say it. He doesn't want to say it because Shido be getting nervous. <laughs> say it, man. No, no, it's cool. Just like, no, but you know, I like the idea. I, right now, I, I can admit, like. The idea of marriage is 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 beautiful, yes, but like, quite frankly, well, guys, this but okay. there's a reason why. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's there's a reason why. Cheeto disclosed to me a long time ago that he had never been in a situation financially where he could live the life he wanted to live mm-hmm. before getting married. Now, let me be clear, right? We do have to wait longer because nobody here came from generational wealth. You came from generational nah, wealth. No, you far from you. No, no. Shit, no. so. We, in our life, spend our 20s trying to build our generational wealth. Then we mm-hmm. get to our 30s and we can en- enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in college, my white counterparts, dads had money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So oh, on yeah. the weekends, yeah. they were on yachts. Yep. They were on boats. They yeah. were having parties. They yep. were enjoy- so they had that opportunity to live their life. So it was like, you know what? I'm getting married at 26, 27 because I've done all my fun things already. Mm-hmm. In the black experience in America, we don't have that experience. My father didn't give me a trust fund in a, in a car yeah. and told me to enjoy myself on the mm-hmm. weekends. I was, I was training or I was in my books. So then when I started to make money, it was like, I have to enjoy this first. Mm-hmm. Now, I had met Kay 
going through the whole process and I always wanted to be married. And it's funny you say what, you know, how do you know when you met the person? You won't meet the right person until Cheeto is the right person to mm-hmm. be married. Right. That's because yeah. you have to be prepared mentally to yeah. say, I am going to do this and deal with all the bullshit that comes with being married. And I'll I'll break it down as this because this is what all the single men ask for. Deval, how do you have sex with one person all the time? Jesus. And how do you, you see? And no, it's the truth. And they say, how do you... How do you not only that deal with the fact that she may not want to have sex as often as you want to have sex? Because they they tell me the stories. They're like, yo, I got, I go through my DMs. I, I hit somebody up on a Monday. She not available. I hit the next one till I hit somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I do the same thing on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. And I get what I want and what I need. Mm. When you married, you have no more DMs. So if that person is not prepared, <laughs> oh you don't, you can't do it. And what happens is, is that men get shamed for having high sex drives. They call us dogs. They say we're immature, right? So then you start to feel like, damn, am I supposed to not be a man? No. It is not natural to be with one person for the rest of your life. It's not normal. It's not normal. But let me ask you this. If you want to do something great in your life, can you do anything great in your life being normal? No. Mm. So when you're going into marriage, don't go into marriage thinking, I can be normal in my marriage. There is a discipline Mm. to being monogamous that you have to be prepared before you take that on. And then once you take that on, then you'll find, then you'll start to realize like, wait, this woman here is worth being disciplined. And that's really the key. It's not really about the woman. You got to find it. You're not even at that point yet, bro. Mm, so yeah. for you looking for women that's worth it, you're not even, you don't even yeah. want to be disciplined. Yeah, because you don't want to know what that is. You know what I'm saying? She don't not looking for it, but it's fine to be at that point. Yeah. And to be sex was different. After marriage, and it's it's a it's different. It's yeah, like so a, it? it's deeper. It's different. Sex, sex. Oh. It's a whole yes. different thing. It's not yes. smashing. No, it's like <laughs> no, no, for real. It's like a deeper, it's deeper. spiritual. It like that. And you I mean, still you may know, have you still may have smash sessions. Yeah. But oh yeah, you have yeah. You sex. got that. Look, we got fifteen minutes before we got leave. Right. Hurry up, let's go. Right. But when you have so sex. It's you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I, I would imagine that it would have to be though. Yes. Yeah. For me, the, it would have to be designed that way. Oh, you know, it's yes, like it would have indeed. to be. We got to find something to dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> something got to be deep. <laughs> and here's another thing too: when you have kids, right? Because for me, marriage was about legacy. Everybody gets married for their own reasons. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Marriage for me was my legacy. I want the Ellis name to live on for eternity. Mm-hmm. What better way? And to, to have your name live on through eternity is to have your own children yep. and, and teach them, them. Yep. everything mm. that you've learned yeah. and have them take all of your teachings and tell their kids and tell their kids. <clears> like <throat> to me, that was the most important part of marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The companionship, the friendship, her cooking and cleaning, me cooking and cleaning, sex, all that stuff. You can find that in a fuck buddy or a best friend. Mm. If you have mm-hmm. a best friend that's a female, y'all can do that and don't right. got to be married. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. It was about the legacy, like but, building it, yeah. you know? Like that's that to me was the most important part of marriage and marriage ain't for everybody. I know. That's another thing. Because you sit down and you think, I think about it sometimes and I have buddies, a lot of my friends are married, a few of us are kind of where I'm at Mm -hmm. and it's like, deaf kids, you definitely, it's like, I want kids but do I want marriage? And they're supposed to go together but I see people, but they don't, have, fit, to. But they don't have to. They don't have people to. People are making it work that way that, with this new age. So. Until you got that baby's mama. So. <laughs> I was just trying to say, let me, let me just say, that's a whole different thing right there. It's like, I don't want no baby mama, but then you're like, you well, don't. Cheeto, then why don't you want to get married? Well, it's like, this is what I will say. What I've gathered just being here and observing the room is the people who are single 
and the people who are married. And both of you guys said, which I don't know what your experience is with like men and your family, but both of you guys said that you had a lot of uncles who were married and right. your, your, your parents were, were your parents married? Yeah. My parents were not married. My mm-hmm. uncles right. are single. I think my uncle may be married, but this is like his seventh marriage. Like, That's a great mm. point, Brian. That's a great and point. And so, so growing up for me, what I, the point. reason why I want to get married, and I think I'm more sure than Cheeto is, is because I saw the trajectory or the the journey that those men had without being married. My dad mm-hmm. is not married. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my mom is not married. You know, mm-hmm. and so I, I understand that in love, I want my life to be different than those before me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I know that. When I see um, a vivid illustration of a marriage and where I'm close enough to DeVal to know, you know, sometimes when he get upset or I see him deal with his kids and deal with mm-hmm. his wife, this is probably my first exposure oh, to and that's deep. seeing that family. And that's important. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, so that's even, important. I mean, I tell DeVal and Chido all the time, like, I don't really care for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I taught right out of college and I did not like the kids, I do not like kids. Yeah, that's right. I don't, like kids. Does I don't not like kids either. Like I don't like mine. Kids. But DeVal's kids, <laughs> your kids away from them. I love yeah. each of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that's about. I have mm-hmm. nieces and nephews. I don't, and I love his kids. <laughs> I don't know what it's about, but I think that it's because, like, and I love, I have a niece yeah. that's like my goddaughter. And I love her, but my sister is single. Mm-hmm. Um, DeVal is, it's, it's a, he, there is a family unit that y'all think y'all see on Instagram, but it's it's yeah. truly something mm-hmm. that's inspiring. And so in the eight months or nine months that I've been knowing DeVal, right yeah. There. Yeah, we, we in know. the eight months or nine months that I've been knowing DeVal, it has helped me to understand that I actually do want kids. Mm-hmm. I think that I was, I'm afraid that what I have to offer right now without a partner is something that I got as a kid and it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I dealt with struggles. I dealt with things growing up because I did not have a unit and i i believe yeah. and that's why i'm saying it i believe that mm. to adequately raise black men and women in america there needs to be a unit that's just what i believe right I, yeah no, that's that's so also that's so true that, i mean um it's crazy because i have i come from my parents are still together yeah. they've been together a long time but like i said i ha- i've been old enough to um see the ups and downs of, of, of marriage on the flip side of that there is that where um i'm the second oldest so I had an older mm-hmm. brother who passed away, but I've pretty much been the oldest my entire life. So from my personal experience, and maybe there's others out there that have to share the same thing, like when you do start accumulating wealth or making money, you, I have six other siblings. So I've always constantly shared a room, shared yeah. things, uh, taken absolutely. care of this. Yeah. I've never, I, I, when I really sit, sit down to myself and think, I was like, damn, I've never really yep. just had just a chance. You want your own space. My own yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I was wondering why I was like clutching on to things or just when I'm, I just want to be at home by myself. Yep. Yeah. Am I an introvert? No, sometimes it's like, damn, I just want to be finally. Yeah. Finally, finally, finally. That was a I finally got my Jackson. own first apartment. That was yeah. the first time, when, five, four years ago when I moved out to LA. It was the first time I had my own place to myself in my years of being on mm-hmm. this earth. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, I want to do Cheeto right now. That's so good. I don't want to put it as like there was something yeah. going on. No, that's, that's, coming up. that's normal. Like, that's, yeah. I think that's you normal. Know? That was a hard transition for me yeah. from going single yeah. to being married. And uh, well, we were uh, engaged by the time I moved out here. We were engaged and living together. And me, I was used to having my own thing. And it was mm-hmm. like, I'm a neat freak. Like, right. like to the point it annoys yeah, the hell out of people. Yeah. And yes, it's like, indeed. she's not, it's like polar opposites, but they say opposites attract, I guess. But, Is that uh, a myth? What's, What's that? that? About the neatness of women and men. No, it's it depends. A, it's a it depends. I'm, I'm going to tell you, it, it depends yeah. because it, it's a myth that 
that men are messy and yes, women indeed. keep the house. Yes, indeed. But it's really not. It, 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 it depends like, on. Like, it it, it like depends this? on the area of the house. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, I've been over yeah, some houses, true. man. <laughs> Girl, you live like this. Gee, like, who, who the fuck you dating, bro? Listen, <laughs> <Now, laughs> question. Your life choices, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We gonna start messy. picking your name. We gonna pick your next one. Like, date this one. Everybody in the house. Girls be messy too. Yo, people, people do be messy. Just messy. Cars be messy. Everything messy. All right, so real quick, let me let me take this back because now we have some insight to what goes on into dating. Is marriage a priority in 2020? Is it? They answered a lot quicker. Yeah, before. in the beginning. Now that we yeah. discussed it, I already realized it for, for Cheetah, not right now. <laughs> yes, not it is. Right now. Oh, for you, it you is. It's, smart priority. it's not a first priority, but it is but a it priority. Is. That's fair. That's fair. It's like second not, profile. He's like, I don't care which Not on I'm the saying. paper right now. Not on the paper? Right yeah. Now. You know why this is important? Because I feel like when women date, women are a lot more deliberate with dating when they want to date deliberately yep. because mm-hmm. they have biological things that they need to focus on. Yep. So I feel like women often date men saying, I need to make him ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. When at the bottom line is, is if that brother's not ma- ready for marriage, you can't date him into being ready right, for all. marriage. He has to be ready. And I think yeah. that that's what... What people need to be upfront when they date. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you say all the time that you are. All the time. I'm very upfront because I'm so glad you said that because I've had, I've met women who are like really deliberate and I respect and I I let them know right there like, yo, it's just not going to go anywhere. And to to their credit sometimes, they've just been like, okay, well, this is it. And it's been like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're not ready. Yeah. They, wanna, they are very yeah. deliberate. You ain't trying to smash. Yes. You ain't trying to do. No. no. I'm <laughs> no. dating to to yeah. Lisa, and I'm like, okay, well, damn. And you I gotta go respect home and, and I respect it, and yep. I just go back out the next she, night. She's gonna be somebody's <laughs> wife. She can't be somebody's That's wife right. just out here yeah. doing free smashes. It's right, right. If she's looking for a husband. Yeah, right. I, have right. very, so I love it though. I have very close friends who, I mean, obviously, since we've been on the show, people know who Deval is. People know who Cheeto is, and I have beautiful friends. And Cheeto, you know who I'm talking about. Who Cheeto is like. You know, she looks great, and she's like, he looks great, and I'm like, no. <laughs> right, right. Hell you, no, you Cheeto ain't know. ready. I'll kill him. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. Mm. I get it. I get it. You shouldn't go to that place yep, if y'all all. are on different yeah. planes. Unless like she you said, was you won't meet the right exactly. person yeah. until you're the right person, though. Yep. That was, that was yeah. that's, that's that's probably the best thing yeah. I took from here. I think I'm the right person. It's just the right. It's like, what did I just say? I think you can have like a healthy dating life, and I just, especially for myself, I always pride myself on trying to be as upfront and honest as possible because mm-hmm. it just eliminates the drama. I, I hate drama. So I don't ever right. want to worry about getting into arguments, girls texting me, me texting them, That's right. anything crazy. Yeah. If I just be upfront from the beginning, you know what yes. it is, whether feelings have been caught or whatever down the line, listen, on this particular I day, you. I told That's, you, yes. That's this one is thing where I, I was did at. When I was so feelings dead. caught don't matter. Let me tell you something. And argue. the reason why That's we don't, the reason why we, but now, you argue now, oh God, because you can't go nowhere. Yo, it's just so crazy because a lot of women get upset at the truth when they hear that. And so it makes you, I just really respect you for doing that because Women will get upset if you say, "Oh, you a dog. You trying to be out here. You belong to the street. You do. You, you in the street. You, you yeah. know." Yeah. And yeah, it's like, right. "I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know, right. you know. Right. Like, like, you know in, ma'am. Yeah. You know, calm down, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I, that hurt. You hit me. You know. I'm letting you know the truth so that we won't have issues. You're right. Yeah. This, ain't be, for, this ain't for us. Right. Like, I just said I, I was a dog. Want, yeah. Like, I don't need no phone call later. No argument. Like, I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. That don't change when you get married. <laughs> Women yeah. still don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. Women will tell you, they just tell me how you feel. I want to nah, hear it. And then when you tell them, they're like, oh, 
No, they they want to hear that truth serum. That's true. They want to hear it a certain way. You know, they want yeah. the truth, but they want it yeah. to be spelled out differently from what from the way we know how to say it. I yes. tell my wife all the time, I'm a man, I don't know how to articulate I'm that, the worst. in that way. <laughs> I'm the worst. Those shoes are ugly. I don't know how else to say it. That's me. Like, if, <laughs> what Marcus, are, what Marcus are, Marcus are those? Right? Hey, Marcus will <laughs> get beat up. I ain't going to let her hear this. <laughs> oh, she can't listen to this episode. <laughs> it's broke. So like, yeah, <laughs> take him out. <laughs> but check this out, man. Guys, I appreciate y'all. Right now, we'll be right back with listening letters after these ads. This for the record. There it is. A win for the ages. Tiger Woods is one of our most awe-inspiring sports icons. And his story, it comes with many chapters. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior. But here it is. The return to glory. This is All-American. A new series from Stitcher, hosted by me, Jordan Bell. You realize Tiger Woods doesn't know who he is. Best in the history of golf. No question in my mind. And this season, with the help of journalist Albert Chen, we're asking. What if the story of Tiger Woods that the media has been telling, what if it's been completely wrong? All-American Tiger is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. All right, guys, we back, and Kadeem's not here for a favorite part of the show, so I'm going to jump right in here. It's listener letters. That's when people write in with what they're going through, and they try to get advice from us. So we're going to try to give these people some good advice. The first one is, about seven months ago, a coworker of mine slid in my DMs and expressed her interest in me. I told her I wasn't looking for a relationship, but I was down to hang out. Um, she's not black. I strongly believe the most revolutionary thing a black man can do is love, protect, and raise children with a black woman, and I've always intended on that being the case. What's your perspective on interracial, interracial dating, and am I wrong for having doubts simply because she isn't black? I got my thoughts on this. I don't know how y'all feel about this. I mean, I mean he likes what he likes. He said he he just wanted he to just hang, out, hang out. He said he wanted to hang out. Oh, yeah. I say go for it. Go for it. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, but he yeah. also said, is he wrong for having his thoughts about wanting to marry and build a family with a Absolutely black man? Absolutely not. No. I mean, marriage and dating and hanging out are yeah. right. completely different. <laughs> to me, they're completely different. And also, right and now. even if he did want to marry... If he wants to marry That's a black okay. woman, I think yeah. that I don't think that anybody would have an issue with a white person saying they want to marry a white person. Right, right. So right. we shouldn't have to apologize. I've for heard that, that I agree. before. Right, you know, what's that? College, white women be like, "Well, I'm gonna, we can hang out, do our thing," but I'm actually, I know I'm gonna marry a white man. Right. I'm like, yeah, I've never heard cool. that from a white woman because I don't deal with him. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you know, you know what's funny though, <laughs> if you look at history, white women have historically, especially in college, dealt with a oh, ton of black athletes. Oh yeah. But we'll only bring a white man home to right. their father. Sure. Yeah. You know? But, you know, we do that's get black rules. if we say that. That's, that's, that's the rules and regulations. Of but here's, yeah. the, here's the truth, though. And this is why. It's I, like black mamas. They'll be like, you better not bring Exactly. Black, black, mamas, black mamas will say Go that. have fun in college. Black mamas around. will say that. Yeah. But there's a reason why, right? And um, I believe in loving who you want to love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? Absolutely. Because just because someone's black don't mean they're going to love you better than a white person can love you. Yeah, for sure. But what I fear is similar to what I went through in high school. Uh, a buddy of mine, don't want to say his name because, you know, they may still be listening, but he was <laughs> half black, half white. His dad was white. His mom was black. And his father was a very, very nice guy. Always opened up his home to us and stuff like that. We were walking around King's Plaza and they had this new rule. This one stop and frisk 
was around. They had this new rule in Kings Plaza that if if three or more people assembled in a group, uh, it was considered a gang, yeah. and you had mm-hmm. to be detained. Just came from football practice. He, we're walking around the mall, and the cops stop us. This when they had uh, two officers on both floors. Cops stop us, pull us over, boom. Um, come here. So we're like, what's up? It's like, why are all y'all walking together? So then we just like, we just came from football practice. We all had on the same colors, black and gold or whatever. And they grabbed us, you know, put us in handcuffs. And we're sitting there, call your parents. So he called his dad. And his dad, white man, walks in, you know, screaming, what happened? What happened? What'd you do? And he was like, nothing. We were just walking around. And he said something that, that resonated with me. He said, cops are not going to just pull you over and arrest you for no reason. Mm-hmm. And what I realized at that point being... 17 years old was, mm-hmm. he doesn't understand the black experience no. in, in America. Because that's his truth. And it is yeah, his damn. truth. And I wasn't even mad at, at his son. I was <laughs> mad at him at that point. Because I was kind of like, what is he talking about? Right. And then yeah. um, he was reprimanding his son there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Reprimanding his son. He got his son. And they just walked out. They, they left. Right? So, And I was just like, wow. He really doesn't understand... And if he doesn't understand, how can he explain Especially to his right. son how yeah. to be black yeah. in America? Yeah. He can't. And, and I became and, and those are the same dudes that walk into your college, you know, <laughs> and, and those black dudes or whatever. And they're like, it's, no, no, you did do something. Yeah, right. you're like, bro. And they're like, bro, I about? didn't do nothing. Yeah, you and cannot that's explain their experience it being at their, where they grew up, maybe a suburban area yeah. or whatever. It's like, bro, that's not how it works. Oh, uh, man. And so you got to culture them a little bit and school them in yeah. the locker room. And, like, and, bro, and, that's bro, and you see the shift. And you do see, some some of those guys, there is a shift. They, you know, they get around mm-hmm. more black folks. And, and like, they realize. Oh, snap. You and know, other people, are, yeah. I've yeah. seen people come to their realization that have mixed kids or end up adopting. And they and they have, I have a cousin. Um, he married a white woman. She already had kids. He already had kids. They had a child together. Mm-hmm. So she realizes that her first son, she has a has to have a completely different conversation from yes. the one that she has with him. Yep. And that's and I know that's uh, I know spoke to a lot of people or particularly about the yeah, definitely parents about those conversations because you talking about birds and the bees and you're talking about not getting shot. Y'all the mm. same age. <clears throat> What's the movie? From um, American Son. You have to watch American Amer- Son. And hey, listen, guys. You know I was over here thinking about it. I got if you do not watch American Son as a black person in America, you, you missing, are doing yourself a yep, disservice. You're misinformed. Not only is it a great movie, but the lesson. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't want to give away mm-hmm. the lesson, but the lesson is very similar to the movie Widows. Yep. The movie mm-hmm. Widows. The The son was half black, half white. The father was black. The mom was... The, the father was white. The mom was black. He is driving a nice car, gets pulled over by the police, and he's like, what am I being stopped for? And his father's a very rich, prominent white man. He's like, what am I being stopped for? And the cop is just like, can I have your license and registration? He's like, what am I being stopped for? And the cop is like, license and registration. He reaches in the glove compartment without even thinking, Mm -hmm. and the cop pulls out the gun and pow, pow, shoots him. Mm -hmm. And then I'm saying to myself, he probably was never taught by his dad. Right, right. How to address police. You can't teach what you don't know. <laughs> and, right. and I don't blame them. And that's the or, thing. Or what you don't want to know. Because yeah, let me tell you something. Exactly. And, and my thing is, you can love who you want to love. I know what I love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love what you want to love. But also, build a village around your kids so that they can be successful. Yes. Because if you have a white mother or father... There's certain things that black little girls go through that white little girls don't go through. Absolutely. Right? There's Absolutely. certain things Absolutely. that black boys go through that white Absolutely. boys don't go through. And so they have to be equipped. Absolutely. Right? Being love blind, is love, but right. you gotta be you, you gotta, gotta yeah. be equipped. Yeah. Being blind to the experience is is not fair yeah. to your offspring, especially if it's not an in excuse. This age. Yeah. Not an excuse either. But that's that's a good one, guys. We got one more. <laughs> Number two. 
I am the type of woman who always wanted to be established before I found the man I wanted to be with. I always thought I could not request a strong, intelligent, and financially independent partner unless I was all that for myself already. Kudos to you. I'm still young, but I don't want to lose myself or my dreams for a man. It scares me to date before I am stable in my career, but I'm watching you and Kadeen knowing you started your dating and relationship in college. Do you think you would lose yourselves in a relationship? Mm. Um, What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> well, someone wants to date you. Um, I will say this. Everybody's relationship experience is different and life mm. experience is different. I would never tell people to just follow what I've been through because it works for me right. because everything doesn't work for people. What I'll say is, I wouldn't refrain from dating people while trying to build because you may stumble upon someone who has Mm -hmm. the same moral code and the same building aspect of life as you. But I wouldn't sacrifice yourself just to be in a relationship if that person isn't on the same page as you. Right. Mm What do you guys think? I agree with that. No, yeah. Yeah, no I think, way that, I think that. that you can only lose yourself when you don't know who yourself, yourself is. is. Right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And it sounds like you know, you're working towards something and you got a mind, strong mindset, you're good. Do yeah. it. Well, that was, that was good. That was easy, man. Yeah. We gave yeah, some good y'all advice, be, guys. Yeah, y'all, y'all I'm going to have y'all back on here. We got to do this man episode. And the funny thing is I was getting a lot of... um inquiries from guys saying like you should do a guy's podcast mm-hmm. and um the funny thing is i got a lot of inquiries from women who were saying they would like to hear more of the male perspective i'm sure yeah, that's smart. we hear that all the time they want yeah, like, you learn. need a guest yeah. you need to do this yeah it's just like people just trying to understand each other <laughs> that's yeah. it yeah yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, check this out. If you want to be featured as one of our listener letters, email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's deadassadvice at gmail.com. So, guys, this part is called the moment of truth. This is where we go around the table and we figure out what the moment of truth is for this episode. We'll start with Brian as well. Oh, my. Um, I think that the most valuable lesson um, is understanding how marriage from you know two married men is more about um when you when you're learning that you want to be married it's more about establishing something more long game than mm-hmm. what is uh stimulating at the inception right um i think that's that the biggest takeaway for me is just understanding that as i leave this room today and i text whoever or talk to whoever i want to make sure that if i'm giving them my time is somebody who i can sit next to at my mother's funeral, you know, or, you know, right, right. start a legacy of a family together that will I'll leave behind for generations and generations. Just those kind of words for me are um, powerful, and I, I've mm. gathered that. So I learned a lot from the married guys <clears throat> today. Yeah, for me, it's the, just the understanding of oneself um, that we're all on our own path. And I, I, I really just hearing your guys' story about how you found, you know, your your partner, your partner, your, excuse me, your wife, um, really allowed me to sit there and be like, okay, well, that was just their journey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And there are similar things that they went through that I'm going through, and it's okay. Yeah. Right. So for guys Absolutely. out there, it is okay to be, you know, with yourself on your own journey, and then it's going to work out. You're going to find your one. And I hope, you know, I eventually hope one day that uh, that happens for your boy. Sooner than later, Cheeto. God damn it. You're 68 oh, years old. God, wait. <laughs> uh, now to Cheeto's point, um, yeah, realizing because, like, I'm from Kentucky, small town. Well, it's not that small, but uh, smaller compared to L.A. or whatever. And uh, realizing, you know, that single journey in this day and age, because before it's easy for married guys to look at it, it's like, ah, oh, they silly. Yeah. However, it, everybody does have a different path. Everybody mm-hmm. does have a different yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> realizing that 
that's something that I learned is a lot of people, like you said, you came from, you know, you always had to share everything and you need that time mm. to where I had that time, but I had it at a much earlier age. Mm. Um, and that's something I just took from it. It's like, you know, just. Yeah, you was caking early, bro. Yeah, <laughs> buying houses and cars Yo, two years dude, out that, of college. That was for me. So that was for me. me <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense. Nah, you yeah. live that. You live yeah. that. So that's yeah. that's your reality, which makes sense why you got married so early. Uh, for me, what I learned today is I learned a lot from from all of you guys. Um, first thing I learned, well, I I gathered from all of this. What Brian said was very key: understanding your culture, understanding your history, mm. will better equip you to find someone that you want to spend the rest of your for life sure. with. Because there are a lot of things that Black men and women have gone through in this country that make us who we are. And until you understand that, you really cannot find this, the person that's going to spend the rest of your life with. From Cheeto, I've learned that it's okay to be where you are in your life as long as you're transparent with the people you're dating. Mm-hmm. You can be who you are. You can have fun. You can go out there and date as long as you let them know why you're dating. And be open that if they're not open to it, they may walk away. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, especially for black men and women in this country. And... For Marcus, I learned that we have a lot in common, Mm -hmm. but I did also learn that if my kids are not smart enough to go to college, I'm sending their ass to trade school so they can start (laughs) making money. Because I'm not going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to send them to university and they're living in my basement. Yeah, I know so many people like it. They got all these degrees. It's like, you can't eat that paper. I was poor until August. (laughs) (laughs) You understand what I'm telling you? And I went to grad fucking school. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, y'all are... Y'all are freaking amazing. I appreciate y'all. Thank we got to do this again. Be sure to follow. For everyone else, make sure, man, shout out your handle so everyone know where to follow you. At um, Brian Jordan Jr. That's B-R-I-A-N-J-O-R-D-A-N-J-R. Uh, all my social media handles are Yam Cheeto, Y-E-A underscore I-M-C-H-I-D-O, Cheeto. I am at Marcus Ain't on the Gram and at Marcus Ain't on the Book. Because Marcus don't be on the ground more than book. Grand, but but if you want to follow him, check him out. He's a very smart brother. All these are my brothers. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. Listen, be sure to follow us on social media. That's I am Deval, I-A-M-D-E-V-A-L-E. And Kadeen I am is not here, but follow her as well. And subscribe to Deadass on Stitcher, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate and review. That's Deadass, y'all. Deadass is a production of Stitcher. We are produced by Jackie Sojiko and Denora Pena. Our executive producer, T-Square. Our associate producers are Tribble and Kristen Torres. Our chief content officer is Chris Bannon. Our studio engineer and original music is by Brendan Burns. And last but not least, we are mixed by Andy Christens. We're back. I'm Drew McGarry. And I'm David Roth. We have a podcast going on right now as part of the Stitcher Network called The Distraction. That's available everywhere you get your podcast at uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. Go listen right now to The Distraction. Right now. It's out. Do it, please.